This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You are listening to a special edition iFanboy podcast, Green Lantern First Flight. the special edition iFanboy podcast. We're here talking about Green Lantern First Flight. My name is Connor Kilpatrick. I'm here with Ron Richards. Hello. And Paul Montgomery. 
Hey, gang. Hey, Paul. What <laughs> How up? are you? Doing all right. <laughs> Green Lantern First Flight is the latest DVD, direct-to-DVD film from the Bruce Timm DC Animated Studio, which he's been doing. This is the fifth one, I believe. There was Superman Doomsday and, and Wonder Woman and New Frontier and the Batman Anthology. So this is the fifth one, yeah. Green Lantern is getting a big push from DC. He's got the live-action film coming out next year. He's burning up the... The comics world with all the stuff that Jeff Johns has been doing, it's probably the buzz book out of DC or maybe out of DC and Marvel. It's probably the biggest buzz book. And so they're really pushing Jet Green Lantern, and now we've got a DC animated film coming out of it from Bruce Timm. And so let's let's talk about it. You all guys right. watched it, correct? We, we wouldn't be here if you didn't. I know I forgot something. <laughs> oh, wait. I was just to watch it? <laughs> oh, right. You should base your, your opinions all on conjecture. <laughs> it's that security sticker. I can't peel it off. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> well, when I did peel it off, it scratched the disc. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Green Lantern First Flight is, is basically the origin story. Well, not really. It's, it's, it's a story yeah. of Hal Jordan in it's his a, early it's days. It's the first Green flight. Lantern. It's his first flight. It's, it's, it's not his first it's, mission. Yeah, it's first mission. Yeah. yeah. And basically the story, if you know Green Lantern at all, it, you know, it opens with him find, getting the ring from Abin Sur, and he goes to Oa, and he meets the Guardians and the Green Lanterns, and he's thrust right to the middle of an adventure that involves Sinestro as he turns evil, as we all know he will. And it uses some elements from the Green, Sinestro Corps War, and that Sinestro makes his own ring and suit. looks a lot like the comics. It, but really it, it's all about, it looked exactly like the comics. Right. Yeah. And really it's all about Hal Jordan, his first mission. He gets the ring, goes to Oa. Becomes a Green Lantern and is thrust right in the middle of this burgeoning sort of civil war in the midst of the Green Lantern ranks between Sinestro and his followers and the rest of the Green Lanterns. And that is that is the, 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 the brief synopsis of the film. So let's talk about the film itself. I know that before going into it, I knew that there was a lot of negative buzz around this one. I'd seen a lot of the reviews, the early reviews. I People got well. it beforehand and a lot of negative buzz. I didn't read any of it. I just read the headlines. I went into it went into it knowing there was negative buzz. When I watched it, I thought there were some definite problems in it, and but overall, I thought it was okay and fun, and it was probably around the Superman Doomsday level. I'd put it up below Wonder Woman and New Frontier, and above Batman. So sort of mid mid range. Right. Well, bef- bef- before you even get into rating it, you keep calling it a film, and I, I watched a cartoon. I don't know about you guys. But it's a film, an animated film. I'm teasing. Um, yeah, no, I thought I, th- I thought it was it, it was a solid B. It was it was it was good, not great. Um, it had some things I liked, had some things I didn't like, and um, you know that and that that's that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next <laughs> show. No, no um, yeah, no. I mean, I thought that there were there were. I mean, it was it was it was good. It was better animation than the standard fair cartoon. It was obviously movie animation, you know, but it wasn't. You know, like the animation never blew me away. There are things about the animation I didn't like. There are things about the story I didn't like. There are things about the character designs I didn't like. But there also there were some things I did like. So, well, let's talk about stuff we didn't like, and then we'll get into the stuff we did like. I um, we're doing didn't like I, first. Yeah, okay, I thought we were mixing that- it up. Yep, I thought that the biggest problem with this film was the first act. I thought once you got beyond the first act, it was pretty fun. The first act basically consists of Hal Jordan getting his ring, going to Oa, and finding out about the Green Lanterns, yeah. and thrusting, getting thrust into the core. And basically, like he's given the ring, he goes to Oa, and that's it. Yep. Like, I like wanted, he's, he's, he's almost a full-fledged Green Lantern. There's no questions. He doesn't ask how the ring works. I wanted, no one tells him what it does. I wanted way it's more just, I wanted way more early stuff. Well, so, I mean, so essentially it starts off with him as a test pilot with, with uh, Ferris and I did, Ferris Aircraft and Carol, and I didn't think we got nearly enough on the Ferris Aircraft side of things. 
Um, well, there's a, I think the nah. biggest problem is a lot of story to tell, and they yeah. probably only had a short amount of time to do it. And I think maybe there was too much story, so that right. when you well, but I, it just wasn't enough though. And then the fact the fact that they um, Abinsur crashes, and then the green the the ring goes and gets him and like rips him from a flight simulator and brings him over there, which was kind of like that was kind of lame. Like they should have had you know like it, 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 well, it's the same exact scenario as New Frontier. Yeah, I know, but for, but it didn't work for some reason. Um, Character wise, I don't know why they redesigned Abinsur. Yep. To make him look more alien. I mean, Paul. I mean, do you, are you with me on this one? Or yeah, yeah. Um, it's just to make it like a, a more diverse alien kind of thing. Other than, I guess he'd look too similar to Sinestro I in guess, this design. I so, guess. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I just it just felt like it was one of those changes you make that you didn't have to. Um, they did explain why he was in flying a ship, which I think is the funniest paradox in the Green Lantern origin. <laughs> it's like all the Green Lanterns fly around. You had Abin Sir was flying a ship, but they explained that he was injured. Um, I didn't like the costume, the Green Lantern costume. It, it, like, it reminded me, do you remember in the late 90s, the Kyle Rayner um, action figure where you could snap on these plastic green construct armor things? No. It, it reminded me of that action figure. Like, it, looked like, it looked like there was armor. It didn't look like it was like a suit. You know what I mean? Right. So... So uh, everybody's very things. muscly. Yeah, very muscly, very muscly. I, I liked actually. I liked Hal Jordan's design, uh, his face. I thought it was a good design of Hal Jordan. But I thought he his costume was okay. It was very similar. They just got rid of the white, which I don't have a problem with because it always oh, kind of silly to have the white gloves. But Sinestro and Kilowog, they all had weird designs because they were different. Yeah. Um, I thought the well, the biggest problem was first of all, the whole movie takes place in, in the course of a week because he goes, he takes <laughs> yeah. a week off of Ferris Air, goes up to Oa. And at the end, he goes back to Ferris Air. So, to me, to me, the, that, the thing I couldn't shake was that he never seemed like a new Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Yep. Yeah, it always seemed like a you know adventure of Hal Jordan somewhere in his career where he'd already was a well-established Green Lantern because he didn't ever he never asked how to do anything. He never he always seemed to know how to do everything with the ring. Well, they had it they was, had that they had that moment where they were where the Guardians were questioning him and Sinestro says, "Let me take him under my wing" and stuff like that. I thought that was good. Yep. But but there was no training. There was no like you said like he like he got the ring and then next thing you know he's flying and he's talking to Carol Ferris on a Green Lantern cell phone. Right. Yeah. yeah he. he came up with the way to make a Bluetooth headset out of the Green Lantern energy within three days of having the ring. That's right, pretty advanced. Right, right, yeah. He's a major prodigy of the, of the Green Lanterns. And I think they're were, they were kind of pushing that a lot, that he was like, he's really good at it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's going to be the best Green Lantern. Um, uh, uh, um, I thought it was interesting when he had the little um, Sailor Moon kind of transformation into the Green Lantern in the first place. That was kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it was very um, – because it, it really does bear repeating that it's a very different um, animation and, and character design style than the other films uh, in the past. Um, it's, it's very sort of anime-styled and um, dynamic, which I think worked for the action scenes, um, which I think were all very good. There were a lot of yeah, really they were good exciting. They action were really sequences. Fun. It's a great chase scenes, uh, and when they went to Moss Eisley, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, well, that was the other thing too. Like when they went to Oa, I was like, "Where are they? Cloud City?" <laughs> it was like like some of the locations were not that inspired. Um, well, the the pitch for this movie has to be Training Day meets the well, Star that's Wars. That's what they've prequels. been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what they've been describing as Training Day. Which Training Day, I, but like, I like this. The meets the Star Wars prequels. That's really that's that's clever, Paul. Good job. Mm. I like I like the the Sinestro how it interplay, but let's 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 finish the stuff we didn't like. I thought okay. one thing that really lacked the other films had was there weren't a lot of character moments. Yep, right. it's pretty much all plot and all action. Whereas Wonder Woman had a lot of great character stuff, and New Frontier had a lot of great character stuff. 
it's similar in super, super I, I'd, I'd equate this almost directly to Superman Doomsday, which, which didn't have a lot of characters, so it was all action. The little character moments that did happen almost seemed out of character. Like when when Hal was on uh, was in front of the Guardians before you know before Sinestro took him under his wing and they were like and he like had it was very flip very glib and had an attitude I was like where's this coming from like it's like I didn't know him well enough to expect that kind of attitude mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like and and same thing like with Kilowog when he's complaining like hey I'm the trainer and it's like well we don't know that you know like there was a lot of I feel like there was a lot of assumptions made about the characters and that could have been made with the character moments you know that and sort of and, yeah. That's sort of a question of like who is this for? Who is this like who is this movie designed for? Because uh, you know the the built-in fan base is going to know all this stuff and be able to make those assumptions. Um, but even still, we know this stuff, and we were bothered that some of that stuff wasn't in there, and that we didn't get like a you know a ground level of a foundation for this character and yep. and uh, how he got there. It would have been nice to see that because there aren't any Green Lantern feature films. This is the first time you get a like a full feature out of this character, so. It, it was just, it was, I mean, I was, the whole time I thought he would say something about being around aliens, you know, like, he's brought up into space with by aliens, he's he's put in front of this alien tribunal, which, and, which was the Guardians, and, 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 and no time he's like, wow, I'm in space with aliens. Yeah. You know, it was just, there's a lot of things that you just, you were looking for. The other it, thing I didn't really like was a lot of the CG. The CG animation was really clunky. Oh yes. wait! Oh, the, the 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 lantern, the Green Lantern, the creation the power of the lantern. Oh my God! They combined standard animation with with computer animation, and it was just like it looked like it was straight out of like the late eighties. It, it was, was like a commercial for a CG design school, <laughs> like a correspondence <laughs> school. Like it was like really bad. It was like like the prototype for reboot or something. It was really really yeah, totally cheap. reboot. It looked very rebooty. But then like and I, and I didn't stop to look at it, but I got the feeling that the um, in the story, basically, Sinestro finds the yellow, you know, the yellow power battery. Yellow element. The yellow element, which becomes, you know, becomes encased in a yellow power battery, and it, like, flies with him and is a weapon. That wasn't CG, was it? Or wasn't CG all the time? Like, I think it was CG all the time. Oh, it just didn't look good. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, but so the, to, to go with CG versus the standard animation at the same time was just was very conflicting. It was very, it was very jarring. Yeah, you could, it was. You could yeah. see it every time. The, other, the only other complaint I had was... Which is just a story point is that they were they told how the history of the Guardians and they said that the Guardians created the first power battery in order yep. to protect the universe, but the, when they did that they were the only sentient beings in the universe. So why would they need to protect it if they were the only <laughs> right. five people in the universe? Um, that's just that's just a dumb little thing. And they, they did real. they did little things that I felt like they did for the sake of doing them, like when the when the uh, Guardians voted. And by showing that they agreed, their eyes went white. I was like, all right, that, why, they just say I. Like, they don't need to make the <laughs> eyes go white. You know what I mean? Like, there was just stuff that they did just for the sake of doing it make, to make it look weird and, and, and you know, alien. And yeah. I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel very natural. Um, but, so, yeah, that was yeah, that. Was that. Once, but once you got – like you said, once you got through that first act – and got through all that shit, and it got rolling. You know, when when Hal and, and Sinestro went to Mos Eisley, and then you see Sinestro go crazy, and then all this kind of so, sort of stuff. Then it got really, then it got really good. I mean, the, the action was good. It was cool to see how Hal, um, you you know, used the ring differently than the other Green Lanterns. Like he was really the only one who made shapes and things, yep. where the other ones were just using it as like bolts and stuff like that, like energy mm-hmm. bolts. Um, yeah, I mean, you were talking like it's horrible, but it really wasn't. Once you got past the first third, yeah. it really got fun and exciting, and there was a lot of great Hal Sinestro stuff. And I liked the sort of Hal Sinestro going evil, and 
and even though I know Budika Budika is Budica. evil, I still still forgot about it and was was shocked. Oh, I totally forgot about it. I totally forgot. Yeah. And then and then the, I gotta admit, like when you know when Sinestro you know t- puts on the yellow ring and and goes through his Sailor Moon moment and becomes you know the first you know like Sinestro in the Yellow Lantern costume with the Yellow Lantern logo, that was pretty cool. Like I'll be honest, that yeah. that, that played to my Green Lantern geek, you know. It, it it just overall felt like they were they thought we got to get we got to do a Green Lantern film and they rushed it out and they really should have just well I don't know if they rushed it or if, I don't rush it but I mean like well, it was like they needed to do a Green Lantern film and it wasn't really as thought out as the other films well no I, I and I don't know if it wasn't thought out I think I I kind of wonder whether Bruce Tim and his team are getting kind of tired after five of these in, in how many years <laughs> in, in what two three years right I mean well, like I, don't know. I mean it's, he's just producing it but yeah no I, I'm not I, saying I'm not saying him but I'm saying the people working on it you know what I mean like they're I mean they, they it, it seems as if I don't know it, it just it it, it seemed like the story was rushed seemed like there was some weird animation decisions you know like and it just I don't know it just it didn't feel like fully like you said it might, might have been rushed and feel like it was fully thought out you know and it was only like an hour and 15 minutes right which well, I guess they, that's how long they've the all been an hour 20 yeah. that's but that's yeah. their old time yeah um, but I, I mean I, I liked being a um, you know, the, the the live action film is going to be interesting because this is basically a space battle with aliens, and you don't know how the goofy, goofy that's going to look with live action. But I, li- I think animation is a good medium for this. I like seeing all the aliens. I like seeing all the Green Lanterns that we know. Um, I thought the you know the Hal Sinestro fight at the end was fantastic. The sort of fist fight in space that let everything they hit each other, the space went you know green or red or yellow depending on who hit each, who hit who. And it I gets really a like... little Dragon Ball Z there at the end, but <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. It's it is fun to watch. Um, I, but I, the, the I, all green I, was a little. <laughs> yeah, when when I mean, did, did Hal basically take like ion? Like, was that like yeah, sort that of like, was, the ion power kind of stuff? Yeah, it was, it was full of odd choices. Like yeah. you, wonder, you find yourself wondering why do they do that? Like the rings never talked to the Green Lanterns. Yeah, they never said, "Hey, I'm at twenty five percent power." You know, like they, they would just die, and yeah, and you just wonder why they threw away all the tropes of Green Lantern in this film. I did like when Sinestro shut off the power battery and all the Green Lanterns lost their power. All the rings that came back. Yep. Yeah. That, that was, was a very sort of chilling moment when all the rings it's just a cool sort of storytelling rain, thing, yeah. rained down on the Guardians, all these Greenlands that were in space and suddenly di- suddenly yeah. died, which was nice. Um, There's a lot of really dark moments in there. Like, like uh, I don't know how many how spoilery we want to get, but um, with uh, um, the fish guy, the, um, the, uh, the Viceroy of the Trade Federation. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, he's sort of, well, whatever, we'll give it away. He's, he's sort of zombified uh, just so Sinestro can get some information. That's really dark. Yeah, it was. That's like a really creepy idea. I was watching. I was like, damn, this is a cartoon. Jeez. Also, um, Budaka's death was dark. Yeah. Bloody. Um, it's a, a crazy reveal for that. And yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Um, what did you guys think of the, the voice actors for this? I thought Maloney was great. I did, and I, I was not sure going into it because I really like David Boreanaz in New Frontier. Yeah, and right. really, I, you haven't ha- heard a lot of animated Hal, so you don't have, you don't have like a seminal Hal like no Kevin, Kevin Conroy. Conroy. Yeah, so yeah. you don't know what you know. You, you there's different. You can't really compare. So all I have is David Boreanaz. I really liked his sort of laid back California style. Even though David Boreanaz is from Pennsylvania, but it doesn't matter. Christopher Maloney had more of an edge to his voice. Like he's a, you know gravelly, and and I liked it. He, he did a really good yeah. job. So was Victor Garber as Sinestro. He was really good too. Sinestro, I, my favorite part of the movie was his performance as Sinestro was great. I think it's one of the better, not even just the best, better villains in the in the um, the movie so far, but one of the better characters. Just um, for a movie where we're talking about it's there's not a lot of character moments and character development. I think he's really strong. Yeah, it was more Sinestro's movie than anything else. It really right, was. There wasn't, a lot, yeah. there wasn't a lot with Hal. That was the problem. Yeah. 
if if there was as much Hal as there was Sinestro, it would be a really good movie, really great. Yeah. Um, um, I, I liked. I mean, I did like the voices. I think Victor Garber was great. I liked. I liked Maloney. I, um, I thought Kilowog's voice was good. Um, Michael Madsen. Uh, yeah, which is great. The uh, um, I actually found myself disliking the animation, the art direction. Like, I didn't like Hal's face. I didn't like the chin. I didn't like the the Guardians. Like, everything was way too edgy for me. Um, I agree with the Guardians. They look yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, they looked. I mean, I know they're supposed to look weird because they're short and blue. Maybe I'm used to reading them in the comics, but I kind of like the round heads. You know, <laughs> yeah, but um, um, I, I like I, I geeked out at there being Ganthet amongst the Guardians. I don't know, just because I like Ganthet. Um, but yeah, so I like, I like seeing Ganthet like Chip and and you know all of them. You know, uh, Can- Tomari and Aresia and all the you know the old school Green Lantern stuff. And and we really are sort of harping on the bad stuff, but really, it's. It's a fun. It's overall, I enjoy. Oh yeah, the, the, the once once it got going. I mean, there was a couple. There was a couple of action sequences, like when they when um, there was the whole action sequence with with Hal and Sinestro and Mos Eisley. There was the um, the action sequence of uh, chasing uh, chasing the bad guy. What, what was that was really name? fun. We chased him through Mos Eisley. Well, well, yeah, no, 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 but not not that was the first bad guy. But the who's the boss Cooch. guy? What's, what's, then, what's his name? Kendra Rowe. Kendra Rowe. Yeah, exactly. With the uh, with, Kurtwood Smith, right? With, yeah. yeah. With, I can't wait yeah. for him to call Hal a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought the cursing was unnecessary. I thought I thought like like when when Sinestro's like when when Sinestro takes you know says let me train him and they go okay and everyone leaves and Hal's like well what does this mean he's like it means I own your ass and like stuff like that I thought it, I was like oh, you don't need that you know like I don't know you do and you don't I mean, if you're making an adult th- PG thirteen film I but yeah but I feel like you're doing it just to make a PG thirteen movie then like every time they cursed it didn't feel right. Um, yeah. And it was like it was like maybe four times, but um, mm-hmm. but I thought the the Kandra Rose scene on the ship was great because we find out about the the the, the Sinestro's working with him, and then right. Hal stumbles into it, and I thought the um, and of course the big epic finale battle when Hal started busting out go- a golf club and a baseball bat that was so, great that yeah, was yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah. that was so cool yeah so. Um, yeah. I really like that sequence because you really got Hal's imagination. Like he was using all the Earth stuff to, to yep. beat this guy who you know wasn't used wasn't ready for it. Yep. I, I just found myself watching it, thinking they should have just done like a like a tone like a stripped down Tenestra War, Core War. You know, like yeah. not even worry about the origin story or yeah, not even worry about because they really didn't even do the origin story. I mean, he wasn't. But yeah, I agree with that. Once you got past the title sequence, he wasn't really a new Green Lantern anymore. He was basically a seasoned Green Lantern. And they should have just started it with saying our old, you know, our old teammate Sinestro has his own army, and they should have just had a full fledged battle. Um, but and it was no fun. CG. No more, <laughs> no more, please. Yeah, <laughs> not good. It, it it's hard because the elements that are not good stick out. The elements that aren't good are harder to describe because there's mm-hmm. a lot of good action in it. But at the end of it, when I when it was over, I I kind of wanted to continue. So that's a good that's a good sign, and I yeah. really you know, liked it. So that was a good sign. Yeah. Um, no, like I said, I gave, I gave it a solid B. I gave it a solid right. B. So, I'm I'm not regretful of watching it. I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd watch it again. If you're a big Green Lantern fan, if you've been reading the the Green Lantern comics and lately, and you've been enjoying them, you should definitely watch it. You get a lot out of it. It's fun to see see all the stuff in, in motion and how it's a, it's a fun character. And it's you know this is it says in the box the first ever Green Lantern film. So I mean, if you've been looking for these characters and to to get, I mean, I, I liked all of these sort of. Portrayals of all the main guys, Kilowog and, and Sinestro and Tom, Tomari. They're all, you know, if you're an old school Green Lantern fan, they're all in there and you'll enjoy it. I think you'll, if you're a Green Lantern fan, you'll enjoy it if you can separate yourself from the book and the, and the movie. 
yeah, I think there's enough good in there to to warrant checking it out at least. So yeah, I mean, like like I said, like Connor said, it's, it's very Green Lanterny this time right now with Black as Night going on in the comics, everything like that. So if you want to celebrate Green Lantern and you're a Green Lantern fan, this is got a must own. But if casual fan, rent it. You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say next- this is a Would you say this is a good place to start if you want to try <laughs> Green Lantern? <laughs> yeah, I think this is a good starting point. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you! Very clever, Paul. Very clever. Uh-huh. So. So it was just weird. You know, I think the, the biggest thing was the structure was weird. That was the biggest thing for me. It was it. They wanted to do an origin story nominally because people people don't know who he is, but at the same time, it wasn't really an origin story. Yeah. You know, it was just a regular Green Lantern adventure, which they could have just done without the origin. Just have it be. You could have you could have told the origin the origin and had it be like in a flashback or something, and not have yeah. to worry about the first act, which really did muck up the whole the whole thing. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, but it was fun watching it. It's been a while yep. since, since I watched one of these cartoons, so it was it was fun to to take an hour and watch it. So. And the next one is in a few months. It's Superman, Batman, and it's uh, based on the Jeff Loeb, Ed McGinnis story, which was really good. So that'll oh, be fun. Public well, enemies, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So it'll probably look good. Probably the story will be shit, but whatever. The, the preview, <laughs> the, the preview looked pretty good. I'm I'm not a Loeb fan at all, but the the preview looks pretty awesome. It's oh. some pretty good action scenes, and every character is in it. Cool. Yeah. They made a big point of that. But uh, we'll we'll be back here though sooner than that for uh, theatrical movies, though, right? There's GI Joe next. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, it'll be GI Joe, and then, then probably that one. Yeah. I don't want to think about it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but in the meantime, you can go over to ifanboy.com. That's where uh, that's where our website is, and that's where you can find the normal Pick of the Week podcast, as well as um, all the writing and all that fun stuff, and Paul's wacky zany uh, videos from San Diego. And uh-huh. and if Not you want to San talk Diego. about from San Diego on the way to on San the way. Diego, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want to talk about this movie, if you saw it yourself, if you want to chat about it, there'll be a discussion thread right underneath this show on ifanboy.com. So go there and let's get a discussion going. Yep. I'm sure people have lots of different feelings in this film. Yeah, tell us what you think about it. If you have any feedback for us, email us at uh, contact at ifanboy.com or call us at 188 fanboys, 188 326 2697. Cool. And until G.I. Joe. Yes. <laughs> I'm Connor. I'm Ron. I'm Paul. Really was Star Warsy. I, that's a very good observation. It was. Very, it's more sizely. I know it totally scene. is, and it was Cloud City on our. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> wait, what are you gonna do? And I, d- I d- hated that we had to wait till the end for the oath. I wanted the oath up front. That's I just, thought they were gonna do without it the oath. Yeah, I almost, thought, do, I almost thought they weren't gonna do the oath. Yeah. They didn't do any of the tropes. They didn't do any of the sort of elements that make Green Lantern Green Lantern. And I thought, wow, they're just totally re- getting rid of everything. Yeah. They did it, which was nice. It was nice. They did the oath. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. All right. All right. <laughs>